Grief is like the ocean. It comes in waves, ebbing and flowing. Sometimes the water is calm, and sometimes it is overwhelming. All we can do is learn to swim. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sibling Grief, The Forgotten Ones. My name is Carly. I'm here today starting this podcast. It's something that I've thought about for quite a while now, and I'm finally deciding to take that leap. And I'm glad that you guys are here with me. My inspiration behind this is just the fact that I experienced the loss of a sibling uh, firsthand. And I remember after it occurred, one of the main things I wanted was just somebody that understood what I was going through. And it was so hard, thankfully. I mean, I'm glad that not everybody knows what this is like. But I just wanted somebody that could relate to, to my feelings and my emotions and um, you know, that could support me through it. Obviously I have an amazing family and I had an amazing group of friends and, you know, everybody was processing it differently. And over the years, I, I kind of just learned that I chose to be open about it. I was 14 when it happened. So I was in high school and I will get into that in another episode. I promise I'm going to share my story with you guys eventually, but I just remember being in high school and you know what? Everybody knew my story. It was a small town. So I didn't have to explain myself to anybody. Everyone heard about it. Everybody knew what happened. And then I went to college and it didn't cross my mind until it started happening. Every day I'm going to meet somebody new. And every day I swore I got asked, hey, do you have any siblings? And that's when I realized, all right, here's my sink or swim moment. Like I either have to come up with some answer denying that part of my life or I need to put a brave face on and say, you know, yeah, I do have a brother. And that's another topic I'm going to get into later as well. Um, but I really think college is when I decided that I wanted to be that person that could help somebody else. Um, and so over the years, I've just, you know, reached out to people. I've met people. Um, and if I can help just one person, it's so worth it to me. And I, I know people say that all the time. If I can just help one person, it is worth it. And it, it might sound a little cliche, but it is so true. Uh, you know, I've, I've had experiences where um, I've shared my story with somebody. And then months later, they reach out to me and admit like, hey, I had this loss in my life and talking to you was so helpful. Um, they might not have shared it in the moment when I shared my story, but later on they came back. And so I guess that's really what's inspiring me and motivating me and pushing me to do this. And it's definitely a very vulnerable thing on my part to share my story and my family's story with the world. But um, I think there's going to be so much good in this. I'm not looking to fix anybody. Um, I'm not looking to tell you how to grieve. I just want you to know, like, there are people out there that can relate to your experience. And I hope that just hearing this helps a little bit. Um, there's so many different topics that I want to talk about. I've got a long growing list and I don't just want it to be about my experience. I have a number of friends and other people that I've met over the years that I'm going to invite to share their experience with me. Um, you know, there's just so many different perspectives. And so uh, my brother passed away from a heart condition you know what? Sometimes it's a car accident. Sometimes it's suicide. Sometimes it's a long illness where you see it coming. And sometimes it's completely unexpected. 
And so I want to hear those perspectives. I want this podcast to resonate with so many different people that are in this unfortunate club, as I've heard it called before. And so that is my goal. I really, truly hope that you can get something from this. And maybe you're that person that hasn't lost a child. Maybe you're that person that has a friend um, that just lost a child and you don't know how um, to support them. Or you have a friend that just, you know, lost their brother or sister and you don't know how to support them. And so, you know, just by nature, I love caring and helping for people. And I think losing my brother um, instilled that in me even more so. But if I can provide a resource out there um, where we can just all help each other a little bit more, then I feel like I'm doing my job. I also want you guys to know that this isn't an easy subject for me to talk about every day. I have my moments where I break down, absolutely. But I also have these moments where I feel really strong and I feel like I can help and I just can't emphasize enough. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to help others. Even if it means me getting a little teary-eyed when I talk about some of this stuff, um, I miss my brother so much every single day. He was an amazing kid. He was 17 years old. And I always tell myself, like, I am so blessed that I had 14 years with him. All right? 14 amazing years. And there is so much that I would give to have more time with him. But unfortunately, that isn't the plan um, that played out. Right. And another thing that I want to make very clear is you don't have to agree with everything I say. Uh, my viewpoints aren't everybody's viewpoints and that's okay. Um, you know, I'm a, a firm believer in God and heaven and I know my brother's in heaven and I know God took away his pain. And so for me, you know, that adds so much sense of peace for me, even though I miss him terribly and want him here. Like, I, I know he's in a great place, and um, I'm just trying to live my w life in a way that I know I'm going to get to see him someday. So I'm a big fan of analogies, just with anything in life. I, I just think analogies are great, and sometimes when I describe grief to other people, um, I kind of just envision this tree that's continually growing, and this tree has a lot of different branches, and it ends up um, touching points of your life that you aren't expecting or you don't see coming. Uh, and that's one thing that I've tried to get really good about over the years is I try to get ahead of that next wave that's coming. All right. I, that, that wave that's going to make me feel really emotional. I try to predict it. Um, and I like to think I've got pretty good at doing it, um, right or wrong. Right. Um, but it's the waves that I'm not expecting where I really realized like, you know, how much it is going to always affect me for the rest of my life. And the thing we all got to understand is that is okay. Like, like we had someone in our life that we loved so much that left us way too soon. Right. And it's okay to be sad and it's okay to cry. And, uh, don't ever forget that. Um, you know, grief does not come with this rule book. Now, will I say I think there's better ways to handle grief than others? Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to be the person here to point out what I do and do don't think that is, but, um, you know, predicting those things that are going to be hard. Uh, and when I can't predict those, let me tell you, those are the times um, 
where I'm like, gosh, I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. And uh, it's hard. It was really hard. Um, but at the same time, like some of those moments I look back and like they were beautiful moments, even though like I might have broke down and cried during during that big wave that came. I think it just like goes to show like how much love like I will always have for my brother and like how much I think about him and um, I'm constantly like trying to to keep his memory alive and that's one thing that maybe I do a lot different from other people but you know he he truly was this amazing kid and I want to brag about him the rest of my life and I'm going to brag about him the rest of my life and and that's that's how I want to do things. You don't have to do it that way. You know, you got to do what's best for you. But for me, um, you know, I want to live my life in a way that people are still talking about me after I'm gone. I, I want to leave a mark on this earth. And I truly believe that my brother did that. And so there's always a time or, you know, something that I see or hear and I'm like, oh my gosh, Chase would have loved that. Like, or, you know, Chase used to do this. There's nothing wrong with talking about that, right? Like we shouldn't be scared or afraid to bring up somebody after they're gone. I think keeping their memory alive is one of the neatest things that we can do for them. You know, if if I left this earth tomorrow and no one talked about me ever again, I'd be like, dang, like, did I, did I make an impact at all? And so, um... I have so much I want to share with you guys, and I, I'm I'm actually excited to talk about this, as as weird as that might sound. But I think it's just one of those things where it's like I've just I felt this urge to do this for so long, and now that I'm finally um, taking the steps to do it, um, I'm just excited. I know this is going to help people. I'm so confident in that. Um, so again, I just appreciate you guys all being here. I appreciate your patience. Uh, you know, these episodes where it's just me talking um, are probably going to be a little bit challenging. You know, I don't have anybody talking back and forth with me, but eventually I do want to do some interview um, episodes as well. So thank you again. I'm so glad you guys are here. I know I briefly touched on this topic earlier. And I think it's something that I just want to dive into right away uh, because I think anybody that's listening to this that has lost a sibling is going to relate to this topic, whether it was, you know, a sibling that passed away when, when you were really young or maybe it was an older adult sibling of yours, whatever it may be, everybody gets asked the question, do you have any siblings? How many people listening right now that have lost a sibling dread being asked that question or avoid it completely. You know, like maybe you're getting to know somebody new um, and you don't ask them if they have siblings because you don't want them to return the favor and ask you the question right back. And, you know, it took me a lot of trial and error until I found like how I wanted to answer it. And I definitely think it has evolved over the years. Um, but for me, the main thing that I want to make clear for me I don't want to deny that part of my life. You know, I'm not going to answer that question and say, no, I don't have any siblings. Trust me, I did it one time and my heart sank as soon as I said it. Um, I was at a dinner table with a number of people and I just, I didn't want to bring the mood down. Like I just felt this pressure to, to not like share my truth about my experience. And 
I mean, I almost started crying after that because I felt so bad. And, you know, there's some people at the table that already knew about my brother and they knew that I had siblings, but they also knew in that moment, like, I didn't want to just, like I said, bring the mood down. Um, and I regretted it. You know, I, even if it would have made people feel uncomfortable, it's not terrible to make people feel uncomfortable sometimes. Like, I would never purposely want to make people feel uncomfortable, but we should not have to change our answer just because of the circumstances that we went through. You know, everybody feels uncomfortable in certain things in life. Um, so for me, I know when I was younger and people would ask me that question, I would usually say, oh, I have a brother, but he passed away two years ago, or I have a brother, but he passed away four years ago, you know, whatever it may be. And I guess as time has gone on for me, um, as soon as somebody asks that question, I'll say, I have a brother. He actually passed away when I was 14. Um, that That's probably the most common way that I answer it now. Um, but I immediately follow that up with, it is okay that you asked. I'm very comfortable talking about it. Uh, for me, I want to take the pressure off of the person that just asked me that question. Um, it is human nature for the person asking it to just feel terrible once you tell them the truth, right? They feel terrible. They they don't know if they just, you know, punch you in the gut and like you're ready to break down and cry. They don't know how you're feeling inside. And, and so for me, and again, this is just how I handle it. Um, I want them to know that I'm okay um, sharing that with them. And it's okay that they asked. And, you know, I'll, like I said, I'll usually try to be like, you know what, he was an awesome kid. Like, uh, so please don't feel bad for asking. And as soon as I say that, you can actually, it's like you can visually see weight being lifted off their shoulders. I mean, they still feel a little bit uncomfortable, but it it just eases the situation a little bit better. And so, um, and that's something I would love to ask some guests that come on this in the future is how they answer that question. Uh, but like I said, for me, I, I don't want to deny that part of my life. My brother was, was so great. Chase was awesome. And even though I don't have any other siblings, you know, I, I don't consider myself an only child. Now I will never consider myself that like Chase is still my brother just because he's not here on earth with us. doesn't mean I don't have a brother anymore. Um, so yeah, I mean, being asked that question is also something that happens the rest of your life. That question is never going away. And so I think it's really important to find the best way to answer it for you. And that has just been for me, the, the thing that makes me feel most comfortable. Um, and I think the reason now that I say I have a brother, but he passed away when I was 14 is I'm 29 now. So for me, I feel like I'm trying to give him a little bit of context. Like, you know what? It didn't just happen yesterday. All right. So, um, if I'm answering the question with, without any like pause, I think showing them that it's been some time kind of shows them like, Oh, like it is okay. Like, it's okay that you asked that. And even if it had been just a year ago, it's still okay that they asked. But I guess for me, I don't know. It's I'm stuttering here. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to articulate, but, um, I guess I want them to know that it has been a few years now, you know, since he's passed. Um, and I think sometimes people assume like, Oh, like, Oh, it's been that long. Like she's fine now. So it, it's kind of funny. You're kind of balancing out two things because 
it's not okay. It's never going away. But I also want them to know like that it did happen, you know, quite a few years ago now. It's okay to cry. It's almost kind of amazing some of the things that I even realize as I sit here, you know, talking about some of these things out loud. You know, another reason that I'm really honest about answering the question, do you have any siblings, is because when I'm honest, it gives the person I'm talking to the opportunity to share their story as well. So there are instances where they say, you know what, I lost a brother too, or I lost a sister. And it's actually a really beautiful moment um, when I share my honesty and then now we have a bond, right? We instantly have a bond. And I just think that's so cool. You know, there was something uh, my pastor said in church one day and it said, people can't help you if they don't know there's a need. Our own honesty frees others to be honest. And that's just such a prime example of it. I know there was a gentleman one time um, that I shared with him that I had lost my brother. And um, it was literally probably four months later uh, you know, he followed me on social media and he reached out to me and said, Hey, like, I just think it's awesome that you're like so open and, you know, always doing things to keep your brother's memory alive. He goes, I never told you this, but I also lost a brother and I didn't know that until that point. And so you never know like what seed you could be planting, um, when you are transparent with somebody about where you're coming from in, in your story. And so, uh, I just think there's opportunities out there all the time to be helping people. Um, but not everybody can be as open and honest as me. And, and that's okay. And I'm not even saying that what I do is the right thing, but it's what feels right to me. To round out this first episode, there's two things I kind of want to leave you with. So kind of going back to the beginning, sibling grief, the forgotten ones. Why the forgotten ones? If there's anything that I've noticed or heard or feedback that I've read over the years, it's that sibling loss is one of the least um, talked about types of grief that is out there. And that, again, is part of my inspiration for doing this. You know, we don't want to feel like our grief is something that isn't important. I want it to be toward the forefront. I want people to have things out there that they can listen to or read or whatever it may be. Um, that, again, helps them relate um, and find commonality with another person. So um, that's really important to me. It's a huge part of my inspiration for doing this. I'm not forgetting about you. Um, so just, just remember that. And the last thing that I want to leave all of you with, and I hope to leave every episode with this. So if you get tired of hearing it, I'm sorry, but it's also a great reminder. But if somebody, you know, finds my podcast you know, 20 episodes in, and they only listen to one episode, what I'm about to tell you is the one thing that I would tell anybody about grief. And this, this took me about eight years to realize it. And again, you have to remember, like, I believe in God, I believe in heaven, like, that's where I want to go. I want to see my brother again someday. That is not my only reason for wanting to go to heaven, but um, doesn't hurt. Anyway, when it comes to the anniversary of when somebody passed away, it's obviously a very difficult day, right? It's been one year. It's been five years. It's been 10 years without them, right? We, we, we add that without them. It's been 20 years without them. I want you to visually picture this. I want you to, you know, put a fence post at the date they passed away. 
And then I want you to put another fence post to the right of it. And we're going to call that one heaven. The further you get away from the day they passed away, the closer you get to heaven, right? The closer you get to seeing them again. And so every year that passes that they're not here brings you one year closer to seeing again. Every day that passes brings you one day closer to seeing them again. So the further you get away from when they left, the closer you're getting to when you get to see them again. And that is just such a beautiful way to look at it, in my opinion. And again, it took me about eight years before um, I came to that realization. But, you know, whether you've lost your, your brother, your sister, your grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, whatever it may be, um, focus on that. I want to thank you guys one last time for being here today. It means so much to me. I hope, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you have found it helpful. Um, I'm going to get my Instagram out there. I'm going to get a Facebook page out there. So please, you know, tell your friends, um, family, whoever it is that you think this could help. Uh, the more people I reach, the more opportunities to, to make an impact. And that's really what I want to do. So thank you again, everybody.